Hey everybody, it's Sharissa, the founder of um, Motherfuck Yourself. Welcome to the podcast. Um, today's topic is bound by boundaries, and I wanted to talk about that because I have a different perspective, a possibly unpopular opinion, for sure unspoken truth um, about boundaries when it comes to having a toxic mother and dealing with maternal abuse and trauma and dysfunction. So the thing about boundaries when it comes to the strained mother and daughter relationship is people don't even really realize that it can be even more taxing on your well-being to have to constantly set boundaries with your mother who still goes out of her way to cross them. All for you to have to reinforce them again just for her to cross the line again. And she does it with no regard. And if setting boundaries is just as chaotic as, as you know, settling for the abuse so you have to set the boundaries or settle for the abuse when it comes to the dysfunctional relationship with your mother then it may be time to possibly set the relationship free because at the end of the day it's the daughter it's you it's us that does all the work when all your mother has to do is do nothing and just be her and to keep being dysfunctional keep causing trauma and you have to just basically allow her the mother to just mistreat you as she pleases the daughter carries the weight the mother gets to be dysfunctional with no consequence and then even if it is a consequence because if you set a boundary you have to have a consequence that follows and that's another part of the game because it takes a lot of courage on the daughter's behalf and energy to even speak up for yourself to then set the boundary to check your mother when she crosses the boundary and then to have a consequence because you know she's going to cross the boundary and or swallow it and accept it and don't do nothing when she does crosses the boundary all that is a lot of work and energy on you and a Daughter is judged on what she does and she doesn't do and what she allows and what she doesn't allow. Well, why you let your mom do that? Well, why are you talk to your mom that way? So if you don't set a boundary, well, why don't why you let her do it? If you do set a boundary, well, that's not how you're supposed to treat your mother. That's your mom. So it all falls on the daughter, whether she's setting the boundaries or whether she's settling for the bullshit. And it's all for an attempt, really, to still have a relationship with your mother. After years of abuse and finally, you know, establishing the boundaries, which is usually the daughter's last resort any damn ways, you stick up for yourself, you don't argue, you leave. You have to watch your words. You call your mother out on what she say. You walk away. You set a time limit for how long you're going to be around her or talk to her on the phone. You avoid certain conversations. Uh, you have to decide whether or not you're going to go to the family gathering gatherings. Um, what type of topics to talk about around her with other people? Avoid conversations that's triggering to you or to them. And it, it's it's a game. Like you have to do all of that. And I used to advocate for women. I used to tell them, "This is what you do." You know, uh, call her, set a time limit, avoid this conversation. Talk about this. Don't talk about that. Watch for her body language. See what triggers you. You know what triggers her. 
don't talk to her about this. Don't go. Like, who had time for all that shit? That's a damn lot. You're on the defense the whole time and being hyper vigilant instead of just being yourself and relaxing and enjoying yourself or being a regular ass human being around the person with your mother all while trying to have a relationship with your mother who's putting forth no effort at all. Because at the end of the day, why do you even have to set boundaries for a mother anyways just to be a regular ass human being? It don't take a parent or knowing how to parent to know that you shouldn't be talking to your child this way. You don't treat them this way. You don't disrespect them. You don't mistreat them. You don't abuse your authority. You don't abuse your title. You don't abuse your child with just regular things. So the boundaries is even stupid to even have to put in place with your mother because she knows what she shouldn't and shouldn't be doing to you. Because she's a regular person, you're a regular person. She knows what she wants and how she wants to be treated and respected. So it's actually very dumb. And what does the mother get to do? Nothing. Her same old dysfunctional abuse, disrespectful antics under the whole guise of, I'm a mother, I'm doing the best that I can, or you know how she is, or I didn't know that this hurt you, and I'm only doing the best with what I was taught and how I was raised and all that other bullshit. And really the antics worsen because as the daughter begins to heal, the healing and the boundaries threatens the dynamics of the relationship with your mother and what she's used to. Because when you set boundaries, you have to allow the space for the person to reject the boundaries. If they're used to doing this to you and you're saying, hey, don't do this no more. Hey, don't talk to me like this. Hey, I don't like this. Hey, this is bullshit. Hey, please stop. It's going to be met with aggression, even more aggression, because you are threatening the dynamic of what used to be. And that's kind of how it goes. I said I used to, I didn't set no boundaries. Now I'm setting a boundary. They're pissed. They're mad. And that's just the cycle of it. But she goes even harder and further to break the daughter down so that it goes back to the dysfunctional normal of how it used to be. And whether you're setting boundaries or settling for the bullshit, the responsibility lies solely on the daughter than it does for the mother, the person who needs it the most. And the stress from both sides is damaging. Whether you settle or you setting it, it's damaging. It's tiring, it's exhausting, and it's bullshit. And I'm not saying the boundaries are not never needed, because they are. But boundaries are needed in situations like, let's say, you have a job. You have to go to this job. You have to work this job for this moment. You don't get along with your coworkers, or you know, maybe somebody you don't like, they're disrespectful, they're getting your nerves, or whatever. You know who gossip, who lies, who's not a good person, whatever the case may be. You need those boundaries at work because you are bound to that person because you have to work this job and you may have to talk to them. You have to be on their team, work on the same floor as them. So you have to set up boundaries where you, I'm not going to eat lunch with this person. I'm going to eat lunch over here. I know they eat lunch over here. I'm not going to talk to them or I'm going to only talk about this situa situation or these conversations or I'm just on a high and by uh, basis with this person. Um, you let them know they can't come in your room and your space between these times or not at all or don't touch this. Please don't borrow that. If you do bring it back, those are needed boundaries because you have to be bound to this person. You don't have to be bound to your mom. And that's I don't, that's why I don't like the word boundaries anymore. And I don't advocate for it. 
unless it has to be done because when you're boundaries the the word in boundaries is bound it keeps you bound tied united with someone who is treating you like shit and don't give a fuck about your boundaries you draw a line in the sand they fucking just cover that shit up and keep walking like it's not there you say stop they keep going you address it they find a way to ridicule you and put you down but like i said it's needed for those daughters who still desire a relationship with their mother, like if you still trying to have a relationship with her, you you know, or if even if you live with her. I know I'm very aware I once was an adult who had to live with my mom. So and I had to kind of go about her rules because it's her her fucking house, unfortunately. And sometimes when you when they have that additional control over you, especially when you're an adult and you still like need them, you're relying on them and you're dependent upon them. And they still treat you like shit. Boundaries kind of could play a pay a part in that. Or if you're the caregiver of your mother, you chose to, you was forced to feel obligated or chose to uphold your your daughterly duties and take care of your mom, you would need boundaries then. And you're gonna have to enforce them and maintain them by any damn means necessary. And you just can't let up. It's your rules, your way, and it's not hers. And the boundaries, they really are for you more than they are for her because it's, it's, it's teaching you how to advocate for yourself, how to speak up, activate that throat chakra, how to fend for yourself. But the thing is, you don't want to always have to use that extra energy to defend for yourself because um, if you always have to protect your energy and protect yourself, I was listening to a Facebook Live yesterday, and, and the person, her name was Armitria. She said she don't protect her energy no more. She honors it. And I had to think, like, that's really deep. Because if you have to constantly protect your energy or protect yourself around your mother, then maybe that's a situation and a relationship and a space and a person you don't need to be around. Because to protect yourself means that you're in danger. Or you know danger is near. Or possible or lurking. But if you honor yourself, you don't have to be bothered with none of that. You don't you don't have to go around. You don't have to be bothered. Oh, the first time something happened, you don't like it. Fuck a boundary. I ain't gonna keep I'm not gonna tell you what to do because you're an adult and I'm an adult and you know how to treat me. You know that shit is wrong, you know it's hurting me because you're doing it on purpose. So I'm out. And I might cuss you out on my way out, depending on how I feel if I want to take on this battle with you. But I'm for sure out and I won't come back. And you won't see me unless I want to be seen. That's a standing in your standard. So instead of being bound by boundaries, if you don't have to be, you stand in your standard. But if you do have to be around your mother for whatever reason, whether you choose to or you feel you have to out of obligation, it has to be a self-care component tied to that. Especially if you live with your mother, it really not, it's kind of like really not much you can do. Because you're there and she's going to treat you how she's going to treat you because she knows you need her. You have to care for yourself. Extra care. Because you are aware that you are being abused and you're going to be abused. But you have to be here. You're here for this moment for whatever reason. So you have to have a self-care plan attached to that where every day you're speaking over yourself. Opposite what she said to you. You try to take things personally. You 
you just swallow what it is that's going on and you deal with it and you move on and you tend to yourself mentally, emotionally, maybe even physically with your candles or whatever you need that makes you feel good just to just to keep you sane because you are in you are in the moment of survival being with her and being under her whether you're caring for her or living with her it's it's a moment of survival so you really can't heal because you're bound to her so you have to survive and in that surviving you're going to have to do some self-care practices whatever you see fit that helps you feel good or tends to your knees at that moment until you're able to heal. And hopefully that, that you're working on an exit plan so that you don't have to be bothered with, bothered with her. And if you care for your mother, maybe you can get some help or set this day and this day and get a nurse to come in or a sibling or somebody else or see how much she can do by herself, you know, whatever the case may be. But boundaries definitely can be a coping mechanism and a crutch. Especially if there's no consequence when a mother does cross the lines, which usually it isn't because it's hard to, because then you got to stick by your word and she knows that you're not going to stick to your word. You're not going to stick to the consequence because she knows you want to have a mother. She knows that she can easily trigger you so that you have to try to set a consequence which leads to an argument, which means she's still zapping your energy. Or she knows that you're not even going to speak up for yourself. So she takes advantage of that. It's like bullying. So sometimes with a really abusive mother, boundaries mean nothing. They still, they have you where they have you and they get off on disrespecting you because they know you. They know they know you don't really want to have this conversation again. You prefer that, you know, you want your mother to see you as her daughter and as a human, but she doesn't. You want her to see her like you see you and to try to put forth an effort like you're putting forth an effort, but she doesn't and she not. So it's like, it's like you're in a power struggle with an adult acting like a child, trying to convince her to treat you like a human being. So I just say this to say that for those that are sick of both sides of the coin, dealing with the abuse or suddenly for the abuse. You don't have to settle. And if you're tired of the work behind setting a boundary that seems to only set you up for a different kind of stress and failure and you see no benefit in doing it, set that bridge to your mother on fire. Set it on fire and stand in your standards. Fuck a boundary and set a standard that that is a boundary line that protects you and your well-being, that honors you and your well-being. That benefits you and your well-being. And you can build that bridge later if it's necessary. If y'all both are willing to do the equal work that is required to have a healthy mother and daughter relationship in a way that you define. Not the way the society say. And it benefits and fulfills both of y'all. And it's built by both of you. Not just you. Not just her. But both of you. But for right now, if it's one-sided. And the relationship is a one-sided one and you doing most of the work, and you trying to set this example, and you got to set the example of not allowing any access to you. And take the energy that you've been spending on setting boundaries or settling and put it on healing yourself and doing for yourself and focusing on the relationship with yourself and not the relationship with your mother because a relationship with you trumps everything and anybody.
So like I said, I no longer advocate for women to set boundaries unless they have to because they are tied to their mother in some type of way and they're already bound to her. But if you don't have to be or you choose not choose that you don't want to be, don't be bound by your boundaries. And this is just some constant encouragement for women and another perspective and a reminder of what you have the right to do, what you can do. And it doesn't have to be what everybody say to do. And if it's not working, don't do it. Boundaries are not always the answer. Sometimes it's just it is what it is. And and I just ask yourself, is it working? Are the boundaries really working? Is it making things more frustrating for you? Is it taking more of your energy? Is it benefiting you? And if it isn't, what's the answer then? Where do you go from there? And what can you do for you that benefits you? So that's what I have for you. Like I said, a different perspective, a different look at things. And just to reevaluate your relationship with yourself, which would change the dynamics between you and your mother. So instead of censoring things around her, your healing, your boundaries, because it's still trying to have hers, like I said, about hating your mother. I understand the hate, and I don't really have a problem with it. But at the end of the day, the hate will keep you tied to her. You need her to hate. So to have a boundary, you need to have her to have a boundary. And you don't have to have her. You got to have you. Your mother should be a reference point, not the center of what you're trying to do. Your healing should not be centered around her. But you have to refer to what you went through with her to do the healing. But it should not be centered around her. And when you have boundaries, that's you centering yourself around her. and You still working your way around her. So-called healing, but it's not any healing going on. As I always say, take what you need, throw out the rest, or put it in your back pocket. I hope this helps somebody out there. And continue to heal, continue to do the work. You can always email me, as always, at heal, H-E-A-L, at unmotherfuckyourself.com. Visit the website at www.unmotherfuckyourself.com as well. Hugs and healing to you. This is Sharissa. Thank you for listening.